This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, Disembody Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie. And I am Robert. Just so, regular uh, this time. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, should we let the our dozens of viewers know what yes. we're Yes, please. Let's, let's get all fancy with it, right? So, yes. we're, we're, we're testing out new stuff today. So, this is exciting, right? So, I'm using some new tech here a little bit. But Ernie has the magic. He has the magic mic, if you will. Um, he got himself a new microphone to make him sound even more delightful and, and sexy. Um, I'm actually using a new tool for recording. Um, so between the two of us, uh, you can, you can go and brand name yours if you'd like to. Well, keep in mind, this is a very big day for me because I've always been told that I have the face for radio. You do, you do. It's a marvelous thing. So, uh, I was able to acquire... Um, some legit podcasting tech, and it's a blue snowball mic. Yes, very cool. Now, mind you, we did what? We did this discussion about investing into new like equipment, like a camera, microphone. Right, right. And and, and if you and if you look out there, if you do a quick search, or if you go out to all the shops, man, you can get so you can get so confused about what you want. Right. And the biggest thing too is, and, and, and when people don't think about, I think when they look at the technology that you can have for, you know, really like, okay, what am I, the first question should be, what am I doing? You know what I'm saying? It's like, am I just doing an audio podcast? Am I doing a video and audio podcast? Am I going to have multiple platforms for podcasting? What does my internet look like? Am I recording with people local or long distance? You got to answer all of those questions before you start looking into tech. Otherwise, you're going to kind of do what we've done, which is just try a little bit of everything until you find some random stuff that works most of the time and then constantly change it, which is kind of what we're doing now. Still, <laughs> what, we're still what, year, figuring it out. Year, year three into this or something? Well, we're technically in season four. Technically, season we just, four? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah. is technically, we were, we were doing this back in uh, 2016, my friend. So we've done cell phones. Yes. We've done, uh, what was those, uh, little clip-on mics. Yes, which were good. We've the done... With the clip-on mics, it's great. The problem with the clip-on mic is the mic quality sounds better, but you have to have another source so you can actually hear, unless you're in the same room with each other. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're not together, the then those are completely useless. E exactly, yeah. We couldn't get a common audio quality well yeah th that's the biggest thing the biggest thing is is that you got to think about is um you know are you going to be recording together like right now we're in two different places we we have and with the current condition of the world we're not going to you know hang out with each other because who knows who's got what now um <laughs> yeah. but um the other piece of it is you know where are you going to be recording with each other you're recording in the same room you know you're recording by yourself so forth and so on so the mics are great. Those lapel mics were great if we were recording together. They worked okay, but the problem with those, if you remember, and I still have one somewhere, is they are really crappy quality, and they died really fast. Yeah, they didn't last too long. They lasted awful. We used those, remember, when we used to do those mini movies back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, those were good. Those were good. Yeah. The problem with them, they died really fast. 
like we had like five or six because they kept just dying. The cords would just die. So <laughs> they weren't high. They weren't high. They weren't high duty. You know, it was uh, industrial strength or anything. You know. No, no. So the, now, um, but yeah, but uh, of course, you know these different uh, microphone. What would you call them? Audio manufacturers. Yes. Yeah. Device manufacturers. I guess. Well, no, Device manufacturers? Audio, audio equipment manufacturers. How about that? We'll go all the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, they get, they get good reviews. A lot of people like on Twitch use it. Uh, a lot of people uh, in the podcasting world use their Yeti. And I saw... What is a Yeti now. anyways? It, what is that? That's, that's the bigger mic, right? Yeah, that's the bigger... Like, it looks like a studio mic is what it looks like. Right. But if you don't have a studio, the mic is useless. It could... You, I mean, like you said before, it depends on what you're going to use it for, right? Yeah, true. Um, yeah. But but then you're looking at, well, how much am I willing to spend? Because there's different oh, like yeah. levels of it. The Snowball, there's just like two different versions of it. And I think the cost is just based on aesthetics. I think it's the color that changes the price. But it's the same technology in both versions of it. And, I, and you know, when you see it online, you're like, oh, okay, those are kind of cool looking. Look right. like little... Uh, they look like little little tiny, you know, spheres. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, give um, me. Give me one second. You know, fit in the palm of your hand type thing. Yeah. Give yeah. Give me Give me one second. We're gonna take a short break. Hold on. Okay. I'm just gonna pause. I'm gonna pause the recording. Um. But yeah, the snowballs are are huge though. And again, if you don't have a real studio, it kind of defeats the purpose of having such high tech. You know, because what are those? What did you say those cost? Oh, they were like a couple hundred bucks for the for the uh, Yetis. Yeah, and they can go as high as like six hundred. Jesus. Yeah, and and again, is it worth the investment? You know, that's that's a piece of it of, for technology. And, yeah. and and we've been doing this for four years, and I mean, you know, we've made our minor fortune, but not everybody is so lucky. I know. We we were just. I was just you know taking laps in the in the uh, in the two nerds and a joke uh, savings vault here. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, part of the uh, two nerds complex. Yeah, yeah, part of part of the complex. You're right. Yeah. You know, you're up there with Paisley Park and you know uh, Abbey Road, and then nope. there's the two nerds and a joke. Yeah, two nerds and a joke Avenue, my friend. It's all about the. <laughs> Anywho, but yeah, we've not made a <laughs> we've made like you know almost nothing on this podcast. We're just doing all the love and fun of it, really. You know, it's yeah. a hobby for us, if nothing else. But you know, if it's a hobby and you enjoy doing it, obviously, cool. Spend the money on it. But for us, I've found that, you know, we've gotten just as good quality and just as much content out as people with all the big stuff, you know, and yeah, we're not doing big fancy videos on, you know, YouTube or Instagram or whatever it is, but who cares? Yeah. I mean, for we're me, not, that's not our thing. It's not really what we do, you know? Well, what I've noticed is that, um, more than anything, right. You got to have something interesting to talk about, right? Well, right. Yeah, all the technology in the world, and if you don't have anything interesting to say, nobody's. it doesn't matter. Agreed. And then the video stuff is even more complicated, right? Oh, yeah, because the podcasts that I've seen, it's either like a two-camera production or a four-camera. Mm-hmm. Right. Where and you have... Like one camera on each person kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, and it just cuts and... You know, I'm thinking, wow, that involves like a production team. Like you look at the mm -hmm. Adam Carolla, the Joe Rogan, and all those guys. Podcasting is like their main source of income now. So, of course, oh, they sure. have to have like a production team. Oh, yeah, of course. Right. 
but we're not there yet. We, we may never be there. And if we were really to get into the video thing, Skype could do it just as well. You can see both of us and what else do you need to see? You yeah, know, true. I mean, depending, again, depending on what Unle- we were unless, doing. Unless our audience wants to see the person talking, like if we have a guest on and they sure. want to see what they look like. But we still do that on Skype. <laughs> yeah, true, true. You can show all three people, and there you go. There's our Skype video, you know, which is which we do have. I think um, next weekend we're gonna have Jason Vaughn back on, um, and he's gonna come back on and do some small stuff with us. So we might have some video with that too. So that'd be kind of fun. So we'll see how that goes. So he is a fun. He is a fun guest. Oh yeah, he's one of yeah. he's one of my favorites. We're gonna we're gonna actually start because you mentioned that earlier in the like last month that we should start talking to some of our old guests inviting them back. So we're going to do that. We're going to try and invite some of our old guests back on uh, here in the next couple of months. Now that we're all kind of isolated anyways, you know, nobody's going to be working here in a week or two. I mean, Um, pretty soon, you know, somebody's going to be like, I have to talk to somebody. I can't just talk to like the walls or this stuff, you know, and you can only only play so many like uh, one person uh, card games like solitaire or playing video games, well, if, as fun as they are, they do get a little, you know, you, you feel social, you need to be social at some point. Oh, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. I saw your post, because uh, we're going to do a Facebook feed uh, thing here today, as much as we're talking about tech. We're going to talk about actual topics, too, beyond tech, but we're also going to talk about um, uh, board games and, and video games, because, well, heck, these days, you know, you have to be social, but how social can you be? But just in general... Um, but the other thing was going to do a Facebook feed, and you posted something to Facebook, which I thought was very interesting. Um, it was from a friend of you. She said it was in Italy, um, and he sent you the timeline of the the spread of the of the virus that we're currently living through at this moment in time. And, and yes, the episodes are going to kind of hint on it a couple times, so they are timely. But you know, whatever. Um, so we can't play these back later. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll do it anyways. Um, but he had a timeline of you know, the need for social and the reaching out to people via social media only becomes higher and higher as time goes on. Well, yeah, yeah. As Because as, as, you're, you're not going to be social with people in person anymore. It's all going to be internet. It's all going to be re- remote. It's all going to be remote. We're all going to be uh, like behind a desk somewhere in a uh, sterile environment. Mm-hmm. Masks yeah. and the whole kit and goodle. So it's definitely a, um, a big change um in in the society in, in social culture right now and it, it's pushing us really more towards what we had back in the when the technologies first came around which is really isolation of society and everybody's like oh everybody's on their phones everybody's this down there you know what it's actually now kind of a good thing because yeah. everybody knows how to use the technology to do things remotely yeah yeah i mean heck you can have a, a drone deliver your stuff from amazon if they if it's something local Oh yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So you got your new tech. So the new tech is, is called the snowball, right? The, the oh snowball. yes. And, and a big shout out to the person who gave it to me. They run uh, many websites. They're, they have their hands in a lot of things, but their main one, if you go on Facebook is uh, it's called is an F and joke. Oh, that's okay. He's that guy. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's a funny page too. Yeah. It's nothing but, but, uh but memes and right. posts um, and all it is is just, they're just jokes. There's nothing serious on the site. There's no like political stance or anything like that. There's nothing like, ins- I mean, you could insult people on it, but it's just in pure humor. There's no like personal malice behind it. Right. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Very funny site. I am, I am, I'm one of their many millions of people who were 
who are going and, and going through that. I just, I, what I'm always surprised by, like for that kind of thing is where they find, where he finds all the stuff from, you know? Exactly. It's like, He's oh my gosh. Where's he trolling to get all that stuff? Like the internet is so savage at times. And it's like, how did they do it? How did they get it like perfectly timed with the right image and the right caption, right? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, and, and those of you who follow us on any of our social media, you know we, we do the meme thing too here and there as part of our advertising. But ours are, you know, me shoving some stuff together. And they're okay, but they're not, they're not that level. They're not I mean, that level at all. We're talking, about, we're talking about reposts and resharings of like the, oh, yeah. of, of the M's, you know, oh, not yeah. even the K's, the M's. <laughs> um so 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 now that we're we're going so um so remote so long distance obviously the topic we had we were going to talk about also today was going to be you'd share with me via the internet connection you know links, yes. you know tr transitions uh was an article on magic the gathering the card game that i i that my household for the most part plays right now uh, and i've gotten back into it pretty big in the last couple of months or so where i had been out of it for years like I'd stop playing with anybody. I even, didn't even look at my cards for years, and then suddenly started getting into a, a, a place where a lot of people played. Um, and you had sent me an article, and we, we, you know, we couldn't figure out where the article went to. So we can't find <laughs> it anymore. But it was a good no. article. Um, it was basically you had talked about it being where Magic Gathering got its start, um, and how it started as a tiny little thing, and how it. Um, expanded and grew and i don't know if you actually had read the article i re i re it was a pretty pretty detailed article but it said like how it started from like just like very meager beginnings like just people just trying to do something new right mm -hmm. and we're talking probably an investment of maybe like a hundred or two hundred dollars grew into a billion dollar juggernaut and when i saw the word billion i was like yeah. oh, oh it's big oh yeah oh yeah you can't get away without buying even a single pack these days for uh under like three bucks like they're they're three of they're like 354 bucks a pop for a pack of 15 pieces of cardboard i mean even not even cardboard just multi-layered paper i mean for honest for goodness sake you know the amount of trees that have died for this game is insane but um, but yeah, it's it's 25 years now. It was started in 1993, over 25. Well, it's at 293, 20 something years. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I can't do math right now. <laughs> but it started in 1993 is when it was introduced. I started playing in 95, 96, 97 that area, um, and I really hadn't stopped collecting except in the I'd say like the 19, 2010s, I stopped. Like All right, completely. so you stopped in the teens. In the I stopped 10s. in the teens, and then I just got back into it again. So like I stopped for a good 10 years. Like I wasn't touching it at all. I kept my cards, though, that whole time. I have stuff from back in the day. None of it's worth very much, but, you know, I, I have it. Which, that's an interesting part of the MTG thing. Because it's also, it's, all, it's any card game, right? It's like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and all of them, right? There's the side market, which is that collectability piece, right? So it's not just players, it's also collectors. And what does the collector's market look like? Um, and which is where Magic tried, they kind of been failing more recently, but they tried originally to make it so that you could literally get every card 
over and over and over again. There wasn't really anything too unique because you, they just wanted to be a playable game, not something that you had to invest thousands of dollars in to just be able to play. They tried to make it easy for people to get introduced to and play it. That was the whole point. But because of things here and there that happen, they have some cards and they have a huge collectibles market where people are just collecting the rare stuff. Not massive. It's not like the forefront, but it's still there. But what it really comes down to is um, the game, like playing the game, the tournaments, like the million-dollar tournaments they have. You can yeah, to me, that's, that's the most impressive part still. Yeah. You can watch it too. Like they stream it. You can you can watch them streaming at one of my one of the game shops I go to um, the um, I see I have the streamer events. Um, you can go to a game shop that I, one of the card shops I go to re- locally, and they will play and have video in the background of people playing Magic. Just professional level. There there's a there's one coming up uh, February twenty fourth through March twenty fourth if it still happens or it still happened or happening, I guess. Um, the, the current theme for anybody who plays Magic will know is the uh, uh, is gods. It's Greek gods, basically. They introduce a new concept of a type of card called a god. Um, and they have different events going on, so you can watch games. Uh, UTC time, but they have one. What's what's today? Well, it doesn't matter. But so they have a they have one that's going on right now that you can watch, or literally right now you can watch it. So Entry you know, twenty five hundred gold or five hundred gems. Per event. So this yeah. is really a big thing, huh? Yeah, this is an online event. So it's a tournament that's online. It's part of their MTG Arena scenario. So they have not just in-person tournaments, which are for cash, but they also have the online streamer events. So you can you can do it that way. So you have two different ways that people are reminding people who play it for, for real, like the true tournaments. Um they actually like win thousands and thousands of dollars. And then, you know, once they win, you can get the decks they won with for like, you know, 25 bucks. You can buy the deck they won with kind of thing. So it's pretty sweet. Um, the biggest thing I always say though, is cause we play like weekly, like we play games weekly. Um, the difference is, is that when we watch these guys play, you can't even see what they're doing cause they move so fast. So when we play, we take it nice I've and never slow seen and it. enjoy it. Like, I've never, I never, like, sat there and watched it. So yeah. was it just like a game of war? Like, you know, Basically, whatever. yeah. Yeah, literally. And we, we sh- I should surely, surely show you how to do it sometime. But, yeah, the idea of magic is you're both wizards on a plane of existence. And you are basically using you – you summon things to protect yourself. So you're basically at war with someone else. So you have spells you can cast. You have creatures you can cast. You can and you just throw it at your enemy, uh, and whoever wins first and gets the other person killed off first wins the game, basically. Um, and there's different styles of play. You usually start with about 60 cards in a deck, um, and you basically just throw cards down. You're playing spells. You're attacking. You're blah 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 blah. So it, there's phases and stuff. So it's not a it's not a slow game, but like what we do is we play three player. So you're playing one on one on one. So everybody's attacking everybody else. So it can get real dangerous real fast. And everybody's kind of on edge because you're looking at who's going to attack me and you have to play strategy to it. So it's a little bit fun. Most of the time, typical play is one-on-one play. One person, 1v1. 
but you can do group play. They've actually been, in, they introduced that in the last couple of years, like last five years or so, because um, they want it to become more of a group event more than a one-on-one -on -one event. I think it, people think it gets less at, less in the nerd arena if it's uh, a group or group, you know, group of people can play it together at the same time. So they become more, more it's become more of a, a group thing where you can play with a group of people. Um, so, so the the more it, so they're driving it more towards the one versus one. No, it was always the one versus one. They're move. They're trying to drive it more towards groups of people can play, like two or three people or four people can all play together. Okay, all right. Yeah, so it's actually pretty cool. The thing with with it though is that the play style is different, right? Because you're playing you versus me. All I have to worry about is what you're going to do, what I'm going to do, what you're going to do, what I'm going to do, right? If you're playing with three, four, you can play up to six players. You have to start thinking about what everybody else is doing. So what the cards can do and how the cards play changes. Like, for example, a simple wording on a card, it could say, you know, do two, take two life away from target player. Well, that might change to take two life away from all players. Changes the language does nothing for a 1v1 game, but it changes everything if you're playing a group of people. It's a much more powerful card. If I'm just you and me and it's two from everybody, well, that's still just two to you. No big deal. It says two to everybody and playing with six people. That's taking two lives away from everybody. You only get 20 lives. So that's a big chunk. So it, it becomes much more dramatic. So it's a lot of fun to play. Um, I actually at one point wanted to try and start a channel on uh, talking about magic, but I never really got that off the ground, unfortunately. <laughs> I have problems talking to myself. Um, yeah, problems talking to yourself. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, but so, yeah, so it's 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 a very expensive thing to get into if you really want to get into it. But, like, you can go on Amazon right now and buy, um, like, what do I get? I get, like, this this pack of 1,500 cards. No, 1,000 cards. You buy 1,000 cards for, like, 20 bucks. So really, it's not that big of, no. a, of an investment. No, not really. Um, you can, like, there's all these sites you can go to, and it says, okay, if you want to make a really good deck that does this, here's the list. And you can buy all the cards singly. You could spend a couple hundred dollars on a single deck. I wouldn't personally, but you could. Because some cards, very specific ones, are really expensive. But they're rare, they're hard to find, they're very powerful. But you can build a deck for, you know, pennies on the dollar uh, and be perfectly – I mean, I, buy, I bought a box of 1,000 cards. I've made, like, six different decks with different themes, different car creatures, different concepts. You know, there's over 60,000 individual magic cards that exist that do How different many? things. Um, let me see if I have that number. Hold on. I think it was 60,000. Holy cow. I think that's I think that's not right. I think there's more than that. Uh, let's see. Uh, we are going to go to our glorious Wikipedia page. General. Uh, oh, I was I was way high. Okay, never mind. I was o I was over, not under. Unfortunately, it's twenty thousand individual cards. Sorry about that. I got excited. <laughs> I got too excited. But there's 20,000 unique cards. So, there you go. 20,000. That's still... It's still a lot. That's still a lot. That's, and 
at the other day, what is it? It's 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 cardboard. Right? Oh yeah, it's it's layered paper. I don't even think it's actually cardboard. I think it's layered layers of paper, like three four layers of paper. That's it. So to go from you know ninety three with a hundred dollar investment to what it is now, it's insane. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. But most hobbies are like that's like the baseball card thing. You know what I saw the other day? What'd you see? I was at a CVS of all places, right? Name dropping, I know. And they had a box of baseball cards. Like, like you know those, those uh, Lucite plastic containers they used to do with the cards in it? Yeah. They had one for baseball cards just sitting there on the shelf. I was like, people I have to say, this? I have to say, man, ever since I saw that documentary, right. it's really like messed with my mind. I know. I was shocked to see it. I was like, why is there, why? Like, I just went, why? Yeah. You still, well, why? <laughs> I don't know any, well, I don't know anybody my age who's a parent who is like passing along that whole baseball card collector no. like thing. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree. I agree. And that's what really sort of surprised me. It's like, who's buying this? I mean, it was only like yeah. one little pack, you know, or a little little blue side box, whatever. But it was like, it had a little tag and it was meant to be there. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I see, I see them every now and then. Like you go down that one section of Target and Walmart where they have like, oh, nice yeah. The yeah. Pokemon cards and stuff like that. And then you'll see this tiny little box of football cards. Right. Tiny box of like baseball cards. But you're like, Who's who's still collecting these? It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. There's still a market big enough to like have athletes pose for these pictures. Yeah, who knows? Well, um, for those of you out there in in the world, let us know your thoughts on baseball cards, football cards, and 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 Magic Gathering cards. If that's really where the world is going, if that's the direction we're heading in, is it? I mean, is, are there people like missing it? I mean, yeah. are there people like? We want you know, it back. I kind of miss back. I, I kind of miss those days of of go. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't know if it's so much missing the days, but just like I remember the days of like wanting to get the packs. Yeah. No, you were you were obsessed with it, right? Yeah. 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 Not not so much. Now magic is that way, kind of, sort of, but not even. I don't think it's still the same. I don't think it's the same thing. I mean, I am addicted, but that's just me. But you don't have that same feeling of like you know, it's you know, every two weeks you get payday and you're like, I'm setting aside like $5 to get my, get a pack. Um, I have a monthly budget. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> they come out with a new set every three months, dude. I'm yeah, it, it is a little well, bit. How like much that. is a set? Well, you can't buy it. I mean, you can, you can get a whole set for like a hundred bucks, but they, they come out with starter packs for 20 or for 20 bucks that you can buy. Um, when they first come out, the pre-release packs, you can get like a four or five samples of that and you can play in tournaments with it uh, right when it comes out. Um, but yeah, you can buy a, bo a full set for like 119 but nobody really gets that because it's still random. You don't get every single card in those. It's kind of like what they do with the baseball cards. There's no way to actually buy an entire set. Not really. You'd have to literally buy each card. But uh, so yeah. Yeah, you. I I have a monthly budget. I I go out and I'm in whenever the new set comes out. I'm right there. All right, all right. Just so we can get everyone on the same page with with the darker side of of Robert here. Yes, go on. 
there all right so the way the game is you have these cards right and you deal them out you yep. and you do damage with them now apparently there's a limit to how many cards you could play in a tournament yes you're supposed to have typically 60 cards is is okay. what the recommended number is yes 20 mana so and then 40 of actual playables yes 60 cards but yet they make 20,000 yes go on okay <laughs> so i got to get my 60 Yes. And I create, I guess, a little deck, a little pack of them, and I go and play in tournaments with these things. Yes. How I get them is I have to buy them in the smaller packs, is what yes. you're saying. Right. And the smaller packs are 15 cards each, just like baseball. All right. So 15 cards in a pack. Yeah. And you're probably going to get a lot of duplicates is what I'm, what I'm feeling from this. No. Not really. No, you get one or two common little poop cards, but even so, you like you can buy seven, eight packs, and you maybe get one, two duplicates, maybe. You have to remember a set comes out with like two hundred cards in it. Okay, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get this now. I'm trying to get the numbers, yeah. Go on. Yeah, I'm trying to get the numbers here. So, so because you're making the quan, you're probably dropping at about fifty bucks every two weeks. So you're probably about a hundred bucks a month. So no, I, I'm doing less. I do twenty five a month. I do twenty five a month. Twenty five a month. Yes, I try to keep it conservative, and it depends on the month. Like this month, um, like last, like if that's on non new release months. So in a non on a new release month, so every three months or so, they come out with a new set. On a new release months, I try to be a part of the pre-release party where they have uh, local shops have pre-release parties so i'd spend 25 on that plus my normal 15 or 20 that i'd spend so that doubles um pre-release months so some months i'd spend 40 okay and i guess everybody knows what cards are going to be available in advance of these packs coming out so you know which yeah. ones are going to be the more powerful ones yeah, I mean, you're you basic. Well, it depends. Like Magic themselves, like Magic the Gathering themselves, Wizards of the Coast don't themselves tell you what's going to be in a sense. But there's leak sites everywhere, and basically you can literally see pictures of every single card they're coming out with. Yes, they wow. do little snippets, but yeah, you can basically find it every single card. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and the thing is, is like even though your sixty cards is all you need, need you then have to start talking. Synergy, what concepts, how, how likely is it your deck's going to be able to beat other people? Are you prepared for defend yourself? How are you attacking? What is your strategies? I mean, you're going to have to have to make a really good deck. You need at least to make a really – I mean, if you're making just an averagely good deck, you could get away with six packs. You get away with six packs. Six. Yeah, six packs of 15 cards each. You get that, you should be in decent shape. Because the other part of it, too, is there's five different colors. It's black, white, red, green, and blue. An artifact of colors, but it doesn't matter. So there's five colors. So you don't want a deck with too many colors. You want a deck with two to three colors is usually the best. So you're not going to use a lot of the cards in the same deck. So you're going to obviously be just right out of the bat more likely to buy two or, to make two or three different decks. And then you're like, well, this deck isn't complete. I need more cards for this deck, which is what I do. I deck build. I have like 30 decks. Oh my God. Well, those are the decks. Those are the cards that are in decks. I have another, you know, maybe a couple hundred cards that aren't in decks currently. 
I never actually counted my entire collection, but it's pretty big. It's not huge. It's big. It's good size. But like when I got the thousand cards, it's really just, you know, you're talking 15,000, over 15,000 unique cards. A thousand card pack, maybe I get three or four duplicates of cards I already have. That's literally maybe it. And the thing is, is duplicates are fine because if a card's good and you get a duplicate of it, you can have more than one of the same card in a deck. Or maybe you want to use that card in more than one deck because it's so good. So uh, it's a lot to it, dude. It's a lot to it. That's why I want to do the podcast about it. You see, there's a lot to talk about. It sounds like there's a lot to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to show you some stuff sometime. So, but uh, shout out for all the gamers over there. Magic. Yeah. I'm about to say like, this will be a good time to do some magic uh, battles. I guess that's what they're called, right? Battles. Yeah. Battles. Yeah. Yes. They're actually going to make it. They're talking about Netflix is making an animated series based on the stories. Because each set that comes out has a story behind it. Like the one right now is all about is all about all these all powerful gods fighting. Um, and so it's a battle of gods is the current story. The last one was actually pretty cute. It was based off of uh, Grimm's fairy tales, darker version, lighter, more funny versions of Grimm fairy tales. Okay. So each one has kind of a little theme that it goes through. They're coming out with one later this year that's based on kind of a. Uh, Lovecraftian horror world where these ugly creatures come and just swarm and destroy stuff. So each 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 one has a story and there's these the, the wizards of the world are called planeswalkers and they're these super powerful creatures and they have stories. Each of them have like a real story and they've made uh, graphic novels and they've made little cartoon shorts and stuff. They're looking to make actual like a regular series out of it on Netflix. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay they're, with that. They're, I'm hoping that, like, if you look up online a Magic the Gathering commercial, because they do mini commercials for their new card sets when a new card set comes out. They do literally mini commercials, like, you know, five, ten seconds, right? But the animation is so cool. Like, I'm totally down to watching if they do it in the same style. And they wouldn't be very long stories. It'd be short little, you know, this Planeswalker in this reality has this thing going on, and here you go, a little story. Here's another Planeswalker in their reality, and here's what they're doing. And so forth and so on. So, I see. yeah, he's really cool. So there you go. That'll keep you guys busy. Go research that. <laughs> <laughs> well, because um, you know, I remember back in the days, you know, the card games would be like, you know, you typical like card deck. You know, you have your, you know, the four suits and stuff like that. You either play war, blackjack, you know, mm -hmm. seven card stud, you know, sure. five card draw. But it gets old because you know exactly what it is. That's the thing. You know exactly what the cards are you're playing with. You know exactly what can happen. And that's where you get people who can card count and shit, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, like you, people like you who are counting the cards and the matchsticks that hit the floor. Exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> all, it's, what, it's what I'm all about, my friend. I'm all about. Um, no, yeah. uh, what was the other things like keeping inside and playing uh, if you were one-on-one -on -one, um, board games? The other, yeah, the other, the other direction is board games. The problem with board games is, and I don't really know there's much of a market left for board games anymore, is you have to have people physically around. You know, and, and like, when you were in a family, when you were young, you'd play board games with your family. Yeah, and then there was the whole thing of like game night, or as we used right. to call it, like, uh, you know, basically not talk to each other for three days after. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too, is it gets so competitive that you kind of, it kind of loses out, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, you, you have your favorites, you know, who you like to team up against and stuff like that. And, 
you, you start to pick up on patterns. Like if you're playing Monopoly, they always, right. you know, one person doesn't buy any property unless they land on the blue ones. Exactly. Right. See, and that's, that's, and that's the thing is like board games got kind of predictable for people. That's where the video games thing came in, but video games really aren't a group activity and they're kind of an isolationist thing. So really card games are kind of where it's at because you can play in groups or single you you really can't figure out a person's strategy with magic or a, a real card game like this. All right, Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon to a certain extent. You know, it's it's a little bit different because with a board game, you kind of can predict what people are going to do, like a Monopoly or hell, even a, God. Have you ever played a full game of Risk? I don't know that I ever have. I have, and the only reason why is because when you're uh, when you're a military brat, you have a lot of downtime. Yeah. All right. Okay. And, Fair uh, enough. A, a full game of Risk could literally take months. Yeah. And uh, especially doing doing full war, you know, full on battle. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember at one point in time, like I would get like my two friends to come over, and it'd be like my dad would join in as well, mm-hmm. and it would be a a point of let's all like try to gang up and like get my dad out of the game real quick, but it never worked. You right. Know what I mean? That's all. It's it's kind of random. At the end of the yeah. day, I mean, no matter what your strategy, it's still kind of random because of all the dice roll you have to do. <laughs> so, but yeah, so a lot of different board games to play and a lot of different games out there. Um, why don't you guys out there in the internet world let us know which board game, card game, and video games you'll be playing during this significant period of downtime that we're having right now? Because it's going to be interesting to see what's going on with everybody with this. And uh, obviously, of course, stay safe out there. Uh, Ernie, because the biggest part of this whole thing is, you know, what are you guys playing? So come on on down, if you will, or uh, reach on out to us at twonerdsajoke at gmail.com to let us know what you're playing. And Ernie, because we want to make sure that everybody plays fair, give us a nice closer. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. We will see you guys next time. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.